You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, along with my co-host, India Jackson, here to get the dialogue going. So I wanted to do something... Um, plan around a little bit with how long the episodes are. I'm curious to kind of hear if you guys like the longer ones or some of the shorter kind of quick and dirty, get in here, give you a little something, let you get back to life. But today I'm actually bringing India back. I've had a couple on my own and I had my amazing interview one last week where I let you into kind of what an actual imperfect allyship coaching and consulting call looks like. But today, I thought that it was important on the heels of that to talk about what it can look like when you are doing your um, mindset, visibility, and allyship work, how sometimes if you're not careful, you can end up on the wrong side of burnout and you don't want to be there. I think it's very easy to kind of just do this work and it's like oh this is fine I'm good and then before you realize it it's like holy shit I'm exhausted I'm tired I'm depleted any of these things can happen Um, it's something that can take a lot emotionally to go through it you're kind of digging through the things that you've always taken for granted as you are evaluating your beliefs ethics and values for yourself for your business Um, and when you're doing that sometimes you can hit a point of just being tired And so burnout could mean you're uninspired. It could mean that you're physically exhausted. It could mean that you're mentally or emotionally exhausted. It could mean that maybe you're just having trouble focusing. It it could manifest itself in any number of ways. The bottom line is you are, it's, it's when you hit a point that you're like, this just does not feel good right now. And it can happen and that's okay. So, you know, we kind of talk about, the fact that it can happen and that it's important to give yourself grace um, and the space to figure out how to refill your cup, how to put your oxygen mask on first um, before you are doing anything for anyone else, but also what self-care can look like. And I address the fact that self-care is an immensely overused term. And I'll say for myself, 
self-care for me is actually meal prep. So I don't have to question what I'm going to eat and whether or not it's done. It is making sure that I have my things in place ready to go, whether that's my laptop bag, um, you know, something as small as just where my I keep the case with my AirPods. Honestly, the smallest of things sometimes that can simplify my life, it actually does help. You know, self-care for me is if I choose to sit and I enjoy tarot cards and my oracle cards and I read for myself because that gives me space to kind of recenter and have my reflection time of, okay, what's, what's coming up for me? What am I experiencing? What do I need to pay attention to? Um, that's something for me that is very helpful. So it's not always the same. Sometimes it is literally, I want to be in this room by myself and I just need to be quiet or I just want music. And I need to shut off for a second. Um, Sometimes being on can just make you tired. And I've gotten better at noticing what my things are and how to pay attention to them. But I think that it's very important to have the discussion about self-care and burnout when you're doing this work before you need to have the discussion. Because by the time that you need to have the discussion, you're already ass deep in it and yeah, you kind of want to catch it as early as you can. So hopefully whenever you begin to realize that it's time for you to refuel and refill your cup, you can figure out what works best for you, how to get there. And um, yeah, listen into this conversation. Tell me what you're thinking and uh, what comes up for you. So it seems like lately there's been... um First of all, there's a lot of care uh, talk that comes up around self-care and self-care is an immensely overused word. So that is why this episode is not called self-care is important because while it's a part of it, I think that it's more important to dive into why it is important to kind of talk about burnout and stepping back to take a step forward particularly when you're working on mindset, visibility, and or allyship work, because it can be a lot. And there's a lot of emotional pieces that come with it. And pushing, 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 when and on the inside you are tired, 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 does not work at all. Preach. (laughs) Because there's a point to where not only does it affect your own evolution and your own journey. But if it is something that um, comes up in your work with clients, it can affect how effective you're able to be. And it can affect how well you're able to be of support. And it's important that if you are feeling like there is a toll being taken on you from doing, doing the work, because it, it can be a lot sometimes and there's a lot of layers that are kind of being peeled back. And if it starts to, it starts to feel like a lot, it's okay to say, I need a break. Been there, done that. I think everybody has pushed themselves to the point of burnout. And I think it's important to recognize the signs that you're getting there sooner and sooner than you think you need to because nine times out of ten by the time you recognize it like the damage might already be done Mm -hmm. um 
And when I think about that and I think about like allyship work, but even just visibility and mindset, a lot of mindset, allyship and visibility is your energy. It's not necessarily what you're saying or what you're doing sometimes, but the energy that you have behind it. And if you're at risk of burnout, your energy might not be what you think it is. Hmm. Now I want you to explain a little bit more for those listening, because I agree. I agree. And I think what people sometimes think energy is and maybe kind of how it actually shows up can be different. So what immediately comes to mind, I didn't plan on talking about this, so I'm completely off the cuff, but I think we've all been there where we've had somebody in our lives want to do something nice for us, but they're like forcing it on us. They never thoroughly asked if we wanted it. Um, And even if it like you're coming from a place of gratitude that they are doing something, you can just feel that there's so much weight on the gift or the act or the words that they're looking for something like validation or centering or I feel like a lot of these things can kind of come up when our energy is not clean anymore. And it's really hard to have clean and detached energy from the things that we're doing when we're already so tired, when we're already working so hard. You know, there's no ease to these things. I think it can it can be easy to get to a point that you get tired and you don't even realize that you are and exactly what you said can happen. And when you are doing work that has you evaluating what's important to you, what matters, um, where you where you choose for your beliefs, ethics, and values to reside, you're, you're digging, you're going deep. And when you do those kinds of things, if you don't pay attention to when you're possibly hitting a space of emotional heaviness or just, you're just goddamn tired, it can get to a place before you realize it where now that inside tired is coming outside. Yes. Nobody benefits from that. Yes. And it makes me think about, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess the example I gave, many people have been there, done that with a family member, a relationship. Um, but even when it comes to diversity work, it's like, once you're at that point, it's the way that you're showing up from the outside looking in, now coming off as you're doing this because you think you should. You know, that's something to be mindful of when we start to get to the point where we're tired or we're feeling a little burned out. And it's true for visibility and mindset work as well. Um, And those things can tend to come into our businesses if we're business owners and to our marketing. As people can feel when you're showing up in the Instagram story, if you really want to be there or not, (laughs) Mm -hmm. no matter what you're saying, like you can feel the things underneath that even if it's very subconscious. So I I think that it's one of those things that we've talked about privately, but bringing that here is like, you're the most important asset. If you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not putting on your oxygen mask first, so to speak, then you don't have 
the energy or the oxygen to give other people in the same way. And I think it's important for you to model um, this behavior if you are in a leadership position, whether that's a leadership in your home, uh, leadership in the workplace, if you have your own business, or you're just simply a person of influence, if you're letting people know like it's okay to fill your feels and to figure out what you need to do in order to get to the next place, I think that that's a positive thing because if you just push, 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 that's not setting a healthy example and it, it nobody's going to benefit when it's all said and done. So I think it's important for you to be able to um, say, all right, you know, white flag for a second, especially like if you're an empath, you, you might really feel it and be like, okay, I've done a lot of peopling as you know, some people will say, and it's like, okay, I now need a break so that I can refill for myself. And I think that one of the easy ways to kind of work with that goes into something that is your expertise, which is planning for the inevitable time where life will life or burnout will try to peek its head in and you need to step back. How do you, you know, still be able to let your business and your message still continue to go as you then begin to care for yourself? Um, <laughs> it's a great question. I think that one of the things that immediately just came to mind for me, which isn't exactly the answer to that, but um, a lot of your people are leading groups, leading communities, um, putting together events, and they're talking about challenging things. Um, they're bringing diversity into places where maybe it didn't exist. And so it's like, being mindful that that requires a little bit extra energy than maybe our normal one-on-one -on -one client work. So planning for that, planning for that extra energy. Um, for me, it looks like making sure that my meals are made in advance. And I'll be honest, I'm not perfect about that, but I pay for it when I'm, you know, eating out and getting all this extra sodium in me. And while the sweet stuff might taste great and it's my weakness. Like I crash and burn afterwards and feel like shit. Um, knowing whether or not you do well on caffeine. If you don't, then you probably shouldn't have it. You should just try to like pad your time. If you have a big convention you're doing for extra rest. Um, I look at uh, something I like to do because I know that I can get nervous when I'm publicly speaking or showing up on podcasts and things. Um, is giving myself an extra 30 minutes beforehand to center myself and to give myself a positive energy. Some days that means doing something that relaxes me. Some days that means listening to some trap music and <laughs> being a little bit ratchet <laughs> and lip singing. But whatever you need to do to energize yourself and refill yourself, being able to plan for that. And then also on the back end. So knowing in these types of examples, one of the things that I like to do is make sure that my clients already have their content planned out. Um, I love encouraging people to batch their Instagram stories. You can literally make your IG stories through the native video app on your phone. And that way you have a bank for if you are too tired after eventing for a week or public speaking or podcasting or whatever it may be, 
or in your case, like a lot of your listeners are out there volunteering their time and putting in extra effort in communities. You have content for when you're too tired to show up that you created when you were in a very energetic place. Um, and I think that that shows up too. If for some reason you find yourself listening to this and you're like, well, shit, I thought I planned, but here I am and I'm burnt out and I just don't have it. It happens to all of us. So number one, like don't judge yourself for it. <laughs> number two, like take care of yourself and give yourself permission to take that time away and re-energize yourself. But hey, it's even better if we have a couple of extra social media captions, a couple of extra videos, a couple of extra insert thing here it is that you need to do in your business ready to go so that you can still be visible. You can still get your message out there and the business can continue to run as usual, even though you might be on a spa day. I think all of the things that you mentioned are the types of things that are what we consider to be self-care versus the fluffy things that, you know, you'll see put out there as like, oh, it's a massage. Oh, it's a manicure. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And it's like those things can absolutely be self-care, but self-care is whatever it is that is going to give you space to be and to feel whole. Whatever yes. it is that allows you to recuperate and regenerate. And somebody might not consider meal prep to be self-care, but as somebody that meal preps, let me tell you something. It is. It absolutely is. Watching what you eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it means that I'm making good choices. It means that when it's time for me to, you know, hurry up and run out in the morning with the kids, I don't have to figure out breakfast. I don't, my meals are made for me to take the work. I know what my alternatives are when I have conferences, when I have, you know, client calls, whatever the thing is, whether I'm at home, I'm at my studio, or I'm, you know, flying across the country like we're about to do for Alt Summit. It, it doesn't matter. I'm able to do what I can to protect my energy so I don't then feel like shit, which is, I don't want that to affect how I show up. And if I hit a point that I'm, I'm tired, it was something I saw on Instagram. I want to say it was last week and it was a very accurate statement and it was saying it in reference to social justice in that just like if you have a choir, they can hold a note flawlessly for a long stretch because everybody is doing it. And if one person needs to drop out to breathe and come back in, nothing shifts because everybody else is still holding it. And that one person hasn't completely undone the work. And that's kind of what we're doing for ourselves. We're trying to position ourselves in a way that when we need to come up for air, our message, our platform, our communities are not undone because we need to regenerate and put our own oxygen mask on first in order to do it. And with all of the things that I have coming up, some of them on my own and some India with you and I doing this together, I don't want anyone that is listening to us right now or any other time that you hear our voice to ever think that we're not human and that we don't need to do these same kinds of things, which is why we talk about it. We want you to know there's no shame in it and taking care of yourself in order to continue to fight the good fight. You know what I mean? It's important to take care of yourself. 
that's what yeah, you gotta do. Yeah. Give other people something that you don't have left to give, you know? No, no. So, so we gotta make yeah. sure we're filling our cups. Correct. So giving yourself that time to acknowledge, okay, one, when do I start feeling like I, I need space or time or regeneration? And once you recognize it, hopefully you can, you know, notice it a couple steps sooner the next time. But, you know, then what? What do you need to do in order to refill your cup? And then, you know, how can you then hop back in from a place of like, yeah, this is what I had to do for me and I'm here and I'm better for it and not feel shame around it. Be human, be real. If You don't have to tell everybody like, oh my gosh, I needed to literally go sit in a dark room for a week. But, <laughs> you know, there. I also don't want you to feel shame about whatever it is that you need to do for you. You share what you need to share, but don't feel shame about the need for what is best for you in order to do what you know that you know, is important again for your beliefs, ethics, and values. And if there's anything that I'm going to like close this out with on my side is don't put yourself in a societal box of what self-care looks like for you. Self-care for me probably looks very different than anything you've ever read about it. For me, it's having my meals ready. It's lifting some heavy weights because it helps me de-stress in the gym. It gets my endorphins going. That's the complete opposite of the female story of go to the freaking spa. You know, there's nothing wrong with going to the spa, but I say this to say that it can look different for everyone. So don't feel like you have to follow someone's script. And don't feel like if it feels different now than it did six months ago, that's okay too, because you evolve mm -hmm. and whatever it is that is going to serve you best now, let that be what it is. Allow yourself to receive whatever it is that you need to be the best you today and give yourself grace. Agreed. This episode gave you a peek into what conversation is like with me that can support you in the changes that you want to make. Whether you are adjusting your company culture, creating inclusive hiring frameworks, or looking to begin the process of integrating your business with inclusive and equitable actions, I can help. My Ask All The Things one-to-one -one coaching package brings us together to collaborate on creating a game plan to get you to your goals. And I said collaborate because these are your goals. I am here to support you, not make you do what it is that I want you to do. This is for you. I give you tangible actions and steps to take combined with energetic check-ins to make sure you don't burn out along the way. You also get accountability support between your calls to keep you on track. I am here to partner with you as you make shit happen. Visit ericacorday.com forward slash services today to learn more. We show up here having real conversations to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. Cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. This is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. If you enjoyed this podcast, show us some love by subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time. And until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye.
Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?